Welcome to Watch Rewatch, the podcast that examines the art of the rewatch in all its forms. I'm Sean. I'm John. And we're back for a week. Uh, I don't know what week, but it's episode 24. It's July 15th, 2017 in still gray, not sunny Montreal. Eventually, I'll be able to say in beautiful sunny Montreal, but not right now. Or Burbank, California. Burbank, California. And we move out there. Yeah. Wait, Pat Sajak is going to take over hosting this show, and he's going to stink of bourbon and Republican viewpoints. Burbank. 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 Or, you know, big brother. That's right. That is it take place like in Burbank? Uh, I think it's shot in L.A. Like somewhere. Burbank. Burbank. Like Cal- Bur- in sunny Burbank, California. Burbank Pictures presents. Burbank. In, associ- in association with Lorimar Television. A Viacom production and uh, AOL who, and the guy who's the guy uh, uh, Lorenzo Di Bonaventura yeah there's that Lorenzo yeah. Bona, Bona, Bonaventura or Di Bonaventura I don't yeah. know there's a Bonaventura there's like, also Dino De Laurentiis oh yeah I think of all of those guys yeah. for like the 90s right well the Kevin Smith story is the first time I heard about Lorenzo De Bonaventura that's the guy that Kevin Smith was telling the story about the Superman thing he was supposed oh to yeah write the, in the, the crazy yeah yeah, yeah 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 it was a uh, who, who was it? There was Nick Cage as Superman, and he Tim was Burton was directing Tim Burton it. was directing, and, and Kevin was writing, or he yeah, wrote a draft of it or something. Yeah, and John Peters. John Peters, yeah, yeah who apparently John Peters is, a, story. is a weird guy. I dropped like thirty five bucks. Strange oh. guy. I dropped thirty five. Yeah, he was a strange guy. But yeah, I dropped thirty five bucks for an evening with Kevin Smith two when that shit came out. <laughs> remember, just, remember buying Kevin Smith yeah, things. Remember buying things at HMV. <laughs> Who's yeah. doing that now? People who are buying Nobody. Jurassic Park shirts, everyone has a Jurassic Park shirt on these days, and they're only getting that at HMV, the foreclosures. Yeah, there's five bucks, five bucks uh, discount bin, or the are they, are they even still around? No, I don't think so. I think they can't be. Insolvent. They're on, yeah, they're on their way out. Just insolvent, like Sears. safe solvent, which is Marty's alias. That's true. Shout out all in the first five minutes. What up? That's, uh, a, that's a shout out. <laughs> pat on the back. We, pat on the back. Because Pat Sajak on the back. Uh, um, oh my God, Pat Sajak! I was watching Wheel of Fortune like two Good. days ago, right? Because you have cable now. I have cable TV now. I'm I'm a fucking millennial who's moving backwards. You can baby. trick Vicky into like watching Wheel of Fortune and then rewind it when she comes in the room and know all the puzzles beforehand. Oh my God, <laughs> this is like PVR trickery. That's true. I, yeah. I haven't thought about this. You can the like potential. Yeah, yeah. If I get all the if I get more Jeopardy questions right, you do the dishes. That kind of thing. <laughs> Oh God! I, I she would know that immediately. I cheated because like you I never get Jeopardy right. No, of course not. You know there are certain categories that'll be like I, I know oh, this yeah. one. You know, I, yeah. Once in a blue moon, I'll yeah. get a question right on Jeopardy. Yeah, it'll be like you know background characters in Star Wars, and I'm like, this is my jam. I know this. Or like so weird stuff. Bib like, Fortuna. Like what <laughs> periodic symbol K? Yeah. Uh, uh, special K. Isn't yeah. that like a kind of meth? I don't know. I don't know. I think so. Yeah, it's also cereal. <laughs> Been that crazy? Special is the ca- cereal meth? Special kit. Ca- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. Meth. You, but meth is the bad one. Meth makes you scratch your skin off and crack. <laughs> meth is the bad one. I think they're both bad, John. But crack, crack is not as bad as meth. Uh, I don't know because t- two mayors. I think the, the jury is still out on that one. There are more mayor. There were mayor of D.C. and the mayor of Toronto smoke crack, but I don't know any like big powerful people who did meth. Right. So right. you can smoke crack and still be functional? Do you, you think Vince Gilligan and those guys had to do meth in order to write Breaking Bad? No, absolutely not. He's a good writer. Okay. Well, I don't know. I feel like you need to try it at least to know what, no, how to be on the No, because it's not even a show about using meth. No. It's about a 
teacher who's like just trying to keep his. Have you watched Breaking Bad? I've, I've done it. To, I've watched that show. Today. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I know. Like Jesse Plemons is in it, and the, the, the Jesse Plemons. Who? What's he known for now? He's he didn't he marry somebody no, well, more he, famous than him? Maybe Kirsten Dunst. I don't know. They were in the season two of, oh, of Fargo, and he was in the. Uh, the he's a, a great actor. He's big now. He's like Jesse Plemons guy. is big. He's a big guy. Not not like not like Barbara Streisand star big. I mean like uh, portly. Oh, Joel he's Osmond gained big. weight. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Haley Joel Osmonding. Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's Osmonded. He's Osmonded a little bit. He uh, but he looks kind of he plays a gay guy in this uh, movie on Netflix. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Netflix. But uh, he, oh this yeah, mo- this movie what like written by the showrunner of SNL or the head writer, some gay guy. Wait, Colin Jost? He's yeah. not. Is he gay? Uh, whoever the head writer was. Was or is? It's not the guy in Weekend Update. He's the head writer. Yeah, Colin Jost. Okay, well, there's another guy who's gay on who ran SNL, who like I the writers' room, and he did this directorial debut oh. on uh, this Jesse Plemons thing. Okay, called, uh, I don't even. But he know. Mu- he must be. He's not current because Colin Jost is still the current. Okay, yeah. Host. This, this guy is guy's a former. This guy was a former. Okay, ghost. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah but, I don't know because uh, it was cause Seth Meyers. So it was probably somebody from the nineties. Okay, I very, know very little. I shouldn't have even brought it up if I didn't have enough facts uh, to back okay. it up. <laughs> this is this is Sean and John trying to dig dig each other out of a hole out of a hole of information. That's my favorite thing though. Sometimes you dive in. Uh, don't check your phone. Just have a conversation. We never check our phone. No. Yeah, that's because you do that. Sometimes you go to a bar and like you know you want to have a, a discussion and somebody's like I'm gonna Google it and then it just ends the conversation. Yeah, actually, you know? I, I made a big stink at the bar a couple of days back where they were just like two people were going on about songs and movies they should yeah. listen to and I chime in like none of you people are gonna take each other's word like we're like you're not looking it up right now no. like, check out this song you're not checking out that song and you were so drunk it's you don't even remember yeah it's just like a dick measuring contest where yeah. they're like oh yeah well I know this music look at my taste it's oh, better if, than your taste if you like this person look them up oh yeah, yeah. go onto Google and then go onto YouTube Go to HTTP colon. That's my favorite. I just like to do the whole thing because nobody says www anymore. You no, don't need to. No. And in fact, you don't even need to put it into the browsers anymore. No. But remember, uh, you had to do it. Oh, yeah. I remember a lot. I was telling you the other day, paying two bucks for a ringtone. Oh, yeah. People buying ringtones. Do people? I think people still do it, though. They but, have. You can do it on the phone now, on the iPhone. You like can just transfer. Tones. No, you can you can transfer stuff. Yeah, anyways, I've done that. I've manipulated that. Te- te- that's not illegal, though. No, Tech Talk with yeah. Sean and John. Right. This is our tech podcast. Um, speaking of uh, nothing, I don't know. I just wanted to segue. Remember in Baby Driver? Because we watched that last week. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know if you... this entered your head at all but did it ever bother you where the music came from like did he he's a criminal obviously so did he attain obtain all that music illegally like oh for sure but but anyway so edgar wright some some somebody tweeted that question to edgar wright yeah and uh edgar wright established that oh all those ipods were stolen from the cars that he had taken throughout his life oh okay all that music is he's never uploaded music the baby driver character those are all found found music okay That's an interesting little wrinkle. It is an interesting wrinkle. I don't know if it was needed. No. I mean, like, do we have to retcon the whole movie and, like, explain all these details? Is it a movie that warrants it? Uh, I'm still so ambivalent about that movie. I enjoyed it, like, and I feel like I should like it more. I unfollowed Edgar after our podcast last week. I unfollowed him, and my, now my Instagram is better than ever. He does post a lot, uh, for, particularly for right this now because it's like he's yeah. in a, he's in a big promo circuit. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess what else are you supposed to do if you're on Instagram? That's right. what it's for. But, 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 uh, but if you're a fan of his being inundated by all that like, yeah. baby driver stuff, yeah, I it's like know. hey, it's a fine movie, but come on, man, like uh, whatever. I'm still, I don't know. It's, it's out of my head. I'm still thinking about Covenant. Covenant, Alien Covenant, it's still there. That, Ridley that was... Scott still hates you, John. Personally, what, what's he, he called now? me up and he said, yeah. John, I don't like this John guy. He didn't like my movie. Ugh, I don't like. And it he hates either. me more. He hates you a lot more than yeah. me. Yeah, because he... you're 
What? Because you're right and he knows it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he has the biggest ego I've ever seen. Anyways, I don't know him personally. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Um, speaking of other directors, I found out today that... Oh, actually, Reddit. <laughs> T-I-L, Reddit. T-I-L. Uh, today I learned on Reddit. They confirmed that Spielberg directed Poltergeist. Yeah, of course. But you didn't know that? I knew that he was there. Oh, it was a big thing. Like, there was so much trouble yeah, with Toby it, Hooper. I and, knew all this stuff. Yeah. But apparently, like, what what's now solidified my, like, oh, is because Spielberg knew that there was a DGA strike looming mm-hmm. and he didn't want to, he was a technic, he was a producer, but he was also directing and he got Hooper to just be there in case he couldn't direct it anymore. Right. So it was all, so none of this like Fifty Shades of Grey about this movie. Straight up Spielberg was, was largely was, responsible yeah. for directing it. It's a great film. I, 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 I want to check it out again. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it holds up pretty well. It's a, it's a classic haunted house. I'm a big fan of a good haunted house movie. And I remember I, at the time I liked, there was this one with Liam Neeson. Uh, do you remember that? It was like the 2000. Oh, the, the John DeBont movie. The house. Catherine Zeta-Jones, Lily. Yeah. Lily something. Yeah. Lord and I was Wilson. like, I really wanted to like it because I, I love a haunted. Yeah. Too. <laughs> I really like haunted house movies, but it, it was not very good at no. all. But that was a DreamWorks movie. That uh, and it was a remake of a film, Vincent Price film, right. I think. But that that move, the haunting came out, I think, a year or two after DreamWorks had been established, and so mm. at this point, they're just making movies to infest their catalog mm. with. You know what I mean? So like, they made that, the love letter with Ellen DeGeneres and Steven Spielberg's wife, Kate Capshaw. Oh yeah, I it, forgot he was married to Kate. Kate, Kate they, they're still K- married. K- 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 Kate, Kate Capshaw. No, she's still married, and to him, they're still married. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he had like a couple of wives. He had two wives. Amy Irving it was oh. his first wife. Ex- okay. And then, uh, Kate so Kate Capshaw and they've been married the whole time. They've been married the whole time. Yeah. And I think on the it's in the Indiana Jones Temple of Doom bonus features where she's like uh, Spielberg. Stephen came into the bathroom one day brushing his teeth and said we should get married. And then we did. And then she stopped working and now she's like his daughter is like a social media star. Is she? Yeah. Like not a huge one. Kate but... Capshaw. No, Spielberg's daughter. Spielberg's real daughter. Yeah. What's her name? I can't remember, okay. but she's. I saw Zelda. I, no, but I was on on. You know, it was, I think I saw one of these people I followed on Vine before Vine died. And I was like, who is that? And then it was tagged and it was Spielberg. And then I was like, oh shit, it's Spielberg's daughter. And like, that's what she does is like social media shit. And okay. like, you know, okay. who would have thought, you know, that that's, that's the, your father's a huge director. You would go into film now, social media. They're probably like, maybe she doesn't give a shit about it. I don't know. Do you want, I, I wonder about that generational gap where like certain people, like they don't care about movies. No. Not like we do. No. You know, I think there's a, there's a real shift in like what people watch. And I feel like movies, I, there's probably a large segment of the population that like don't actually care about movies all that much. Well, you and I are at an age where we're now becoming more aware of people in the younger generation. Like, yeah, we're, I asked you this question: a millennial, the cutoff for millennial is the year two thousand. Uh, uh, if you were born, yeah, it's between initially. There's a new a new generation they just came up with, um, but initially it was 1980, born in 1980, all the way up until like 2000 or even early 2000s. You're qualified as a millennial, <laughs> and then uh, recently they divide. It up so there's a new generation that's I think between 1978 and 1983 that's like an interim generation. Okay, I hear so it. we're I still that. technically millennials, okay. but I mean there's so there's such a huge generational gap and a technological gap yeah. between like me, you know, us being in our early 30s and my brother being in his early 20s. There you go. We're technically both millennials, but I mean the frame of reference for a lot of stuff is very different. So yeah. I don't know. I, I I imagine there's like a, a methodology in the social science, social social sciences to how you determine what a generation is. Right. But do, is it dependent on technology? Do they have to modify it? I guess Should so. they modify it? Because I, I mean, know. we all identify, you know, generations with like cultural touchstones, right? right. Generation X is what? That's Alicia Silverstone's generation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know. Generation Xers? Gen, Gen, Gen X? Xers? Yeah. What, who are they? Gen X, Gen Y. I could be wrong with the I dates. Maybe it's like the early, I don't know. But 86 is millennial. And so there's a period just before that that's considered Gen X. But I think Gen X is like late 70s. Uh, yeah, these these young people. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like when I was their age, when I, like, well, some, for some of these people, the scariest movie they saw when a kid was The Mummy. And right. For, for us, the scariest movie we saw was like Aliens or yeah. what would be another one? Jurassic Park? For me, it was The Ring, man. 2002, right? Really? Or you were, you were almost an adult. How could that scare you? Uh, go rewatch the scene where she opens the closet and they find her yeah. there with her face all no, distorted. No, I've seen that movie. I was surprised uh, how dull it was. It's gorgeous. It's, it's really? beautiful. It's dull. You know, it looks great and it's it's got a good mood. It's got a good tone yeah. and, and Naomi Watts is excellent, but it's not boo scary. A few times. I mean, there's some genuinely, yeah. and they fake you out. There's a point where like they do the classic where the, the, the somebody opens the fridge and the fridge wipes in front of the camera. And usually what happens is the minute, it's, they do this all the time yeah, in bathrooms. Yeah. It's a door that obscures the camera. And as soon as they close the door, there's somebody in yeah. like, in the hallway yeah. in the distance. You're trained to see that. Yeah, right? you're trained yeah. to see that. In this movie, they do that and they there's no payoff. Yeah. They just keep giving you all these traditional moments yeah. where they do that mm-hmm. and they, they let it linger. And I, I appreciate that. Did you ever see Bob's and Mecca's What Lies Beneath? Oh. Oh, yes, you I did. You did see Bob is What Lies Beneath? Yep. Okay. It is terrible. It's terrible? It's terrible and, and so, so flashy, weirdly flashy. Movie. Remember, there's a, like a shot where it goes exactly un- underneath yep. and it's a clear floor. Yep. And I'm like, what Her is... face th- pressed against it because she's been paralyzed. Claire is Michelle Pfeiffer's character's yeah. name. And Norman... Is Harrison yeah, and Ford I think scene? they use CGI because you see the floor, and then the camera moves through no, the floor, I and then you the don't see it. Commentary for that. I'm sorry, I listened to the commentary for that. I have to. <laughs> How do they do it though? Because like you <laughs> okay, see the, the floor. Ca- yeah, you see the floor. So the camera is turning, and there's that right. There's that perfect moment when the cam when the camera is like between the floorboards. Yeah. So they pull the floor out, and it turns into glass. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it's manipulated. Like a, it's so, right. So it was a physical effect where yeah. they probably would do digital now. Yeah. Because you would just build a digital floor, anyways. Well, the climax of that movie. Uh, is a big CG fuckfest because like yeah. uh, he's being he's being killed by his wife. Adam, that movie's terrible. Yeah. And it's written by uh, the agent from Marvel who always dies and comes back. Oh, that guy, Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. He wrote he, that movie. He he wrote a lot of movies and directed a lot of movies. He, and I'm like, yeah. how did he have a career? He doing wrote that this stuff? terrible What Lies Beneath. They're not they're not great things. That the he's trailer written. ruined that movie. He also did uh, Choke, which was not a very good film. Oh yeah, the Sam Rockwell mm-hmm. Fight Club book movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> other the other you know yeah. the only good Chuck Palahniuk you know and I th- I don't think he's a particularly great writer, but the only good adaptation is Fight Club, and that's because it's Fincher. You know, mm-hmm. he took he took a book. And managed to make it kind of a statement on, on you know male violence and and all that shit. I don't know. You can, toxic masculinity. To- toxic masculinity. Millennials. Words. I don't know. There's a lot of keywords in that movie. Google it. I'm sure there's like a fucking a, a litany of people writing dissertations on Fight Club and what it means. Oh, I can't wait. Because I mean, people wrote that? it off when it came out, and then people are like, it's an examination of toxic masculinity. Well, I think. I, I mean, think maybe they're not wrong. Fight but, Club was dismissed because of the whole fucking Columbine thing. Right. And, yeah, it and, happened at, at the. Well, right around the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, violence in cinema. Rosie O'Donnell had a whole thing about it. Rosie O'Donnell did have a whole thing. She spoiled it on her show and then was being... She was the worst. She's the worst. Yeah, on her (laughs) show, too. I remember she was such a... She had Tom Selleck on. That was like a whole big controversy. And... Oh, that's right. They were it talking was like, about guns. They talking about guns, yeah. and she cornered him, and she was just being a real asshole. And like, I mean, I don't support Tom Selleck. What's but, a libertarian? 
Uh, a libertarian is a uh, is oh, a Ron I, Paul. Yeah, it's like real like, like Tom Selleck is zero one government. Yeah. you know they don't want the government involved in anything at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so but her talk show was great. I used to watch that show with my sister. Every yeah, day it was school. on every day after school. You get all those fun celebrities, but then Koosh balls. Remember those? Oh, she made yeah. those a thing. But she sliced her hand open one Christmas, and that's why she didn't do the swoosh balls again. Uh, so she what, sliced her hand open with Koosh balls. No, 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 no. <laughs> How the fuck? She was opening a, uh, she bought her son uh, that she didn't have by law. <laughs> she adopted a kid. Anyway, right. I don't know why this is a fact. Anyway, she's opening, she said, the, the story she tells is that uh, she was uh, bought her son a fishing, <laughs> fishing. Uh, like a, a. I have to a, look at my phone. What do you call them? Fishing poles? <laughs> oh, a, a fishing rod. <laughs> she bought her son some fishing shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> and it, you know, those tight plastic things you can't tear off with your teeth or your hands. And so she had an exacto and she cut it open, but she sliced her hand from her index finger all the way down to the base of her palm. And so. Wrote, she cut with the thing in her hand on her hand. She started cutting and then it sliced her hand enough that her hand, whenever she tries to close her fist, her middle finger sticks out. I'm not even kidding. So I, there's so many things wrong with yeah. that. Why would you cut something that's in your hand? They're she all, was opening the package. Yeah, but there's a way to cut things. Sure. Cut away from yeah. yourself, you fucking dummy. She was probably like, let me do it, and then made it worse. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> but anyway, Rosie. she cut her hand, and uh, she couldn't do the swoosh thing, and you know, Nerf went well, bankrupt because she couldn't endorse America, it America's tragedy. She can't do koosh anymore. She had really good hair. She actually, come to think of it, she had like, <laughs> she would mimic the same hair that Jennifer Aniston was have. Oh, yeah, on uh, on Friends. Yeah, and then when The Rosie, Rachel hair cut is that what they called yeah, it yeah the rachel hair yeah or yeah. yeah the jennifer aniston hair. but it was for like a minute like Carolyn, they had you know carolyn ray the canadian she took over the rosie show when rosie left oh i remember yeah, that and caroline ray didn't last long and no she's, she's not i don't i'm not a huge caroline ray fan Where i like she? her stand-up she is good stand up right and yeah she, her she stand-up's went, good but like her her in that show and her stand-up is like i think fairly raunchy from I was what just i've about seen to say yeah so her in this like daytime friendly show she can't flex the muscles that she's no. used to flexing yeah and it just i think came off as insipid carolyn ray to me is like a mix between jenna elfman and ellen degeneres <laughs> yeah you know what i buy that i yeah, see that it's it's there she's, she's a face morph and you know remember those face morphs where you can take two things and you can say like you know <laughs> Whoa! I'm knocking shit over, guys. It's crazy. That was the ghost of Jenna Elfman coming in here. Yeah, she's like, sorry. Dharma, are you upside down again? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're recording stuff for our sound effects reel. This is a bit from Comedy Bang Bang, but I feel yeah. like we should do it. So um, let's get uh, let's get uh, a, pa- a page turning. Mm-hmm. Okay, cans. Uh, pen click. All right, we're good. Uh, John, do you have that? Uh, yes. Okay. Can I get that one more time? One more time? Clicking. Wait, it's like the trailer that you love. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, See? I know exactly what you're talking about. That's <laughs> there's a there's a moment in a oh. cure for wellness trailer that has a really beautifully timed like oh, of a pen, great. a super nice click, and it's it, it it that whole thing makes you want to see the movie. You're like, this trailer is so well put together, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, this is three hours of crazy, and yeah. I want my no, money back. That's at the end, but like the first forty minutes are fine. But the woman who does the pen clicking is Rosamund Pike's mother in Gone Girl. Oh wow, who was also a, um, a soap opera actress. But it's a fine performance and body uh, performance. That actress yeah. who's older, I guess she's she's yeah she can yeah her whole stuff. her whole pose conveys disdain. Oh yeah, and the disdain evil is, corporate yeah, woman there, and the disdain is accentuated with a 
Yeah. Which is great. Oh, she's so bored. That's just it. like, yeah. So there, this has been Sound Effects with Sean and John. I love how you reminded me of a good moment in a bad movie. Yeah. Or a good moment in a great trailer. It's a great trailer. A it's a, yeah, terrible. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good trailers for bad movies. Isn't it crazy how great trailers are? <laughs> yeah, they have great editors. They're the often... fucking Okta trailer was so good, and then the movie was oh. terrible. <laughs> like, so terrible bad. All right, let's slide into these DMs. Oh. Uh, let's, let's like, fucking slaughterhouse this Okja. Oh, they went uh, that Okja, yeah. So we watched Okja. This this week and um and a couple weeks back we tried to yeah we, it was a we did halfway and we're like oh, is this gonna be some fucking depressing animal movie it is it's exactly that it's yeah. a depressing animal movie uh it's it's you know if you thought snowpiercer was kind of unhinged this movie is like 10 times that yeah where it's filled with like eccentric performances and this is this is a weird thing like david lynch gets the criticism that he does weird stuff for weird sake but it's almost always really strongly grounded in the narrative this movie is full of weird shit that feels Totally for weirdness's sake. Like Jake Gyllenhaal plays this like Steve Irwin esque kind of animal guy who's washed up now, and he's he 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 has a speaking voice that's like, "Hi, we chose the best super pig," uh, and uh, and then his actual voice is like, oh, "Hey guys, how you doing?" It's yeah. it's fucking weird. If you haven't seen Okja, that'll solidify it. We're yeah, not watch, I'm not watching that movie. No, Okja, no it got it was fairly well reviewed, and I don't really know why. I think it's getting a bump because people liked Snowpiercer. Maybe maybe or they feel like they want to get it yeah. or they want to be in on it or I don't know they or could, maybe they genuinely liked it I don't want to speak for them but I really rubbed me I the wrong know. way maybe Netflix is doing this thing where like they have they now have everyone every reviewer in their pocket like you better give this Okja a yeah. 7 give it a 7 on 10 it's like video game reviews and well stuff. that was I was watching the thing on video game reviewers yeah. and how and, corrupt it is yeah exactly the advertising stuff you know influencing review yeah. scores particularly with some of the larger did chains did you see the the promotional materials for, for Okja outside of just the trailer and the poster um like, i saw a few things they, they had, were really marketing it pretty yeah hard. they did they really were they had like po- individual posters around like cities across america yeah. with like actors like paul dano gyllenhaal and tilda in like character yeah bits like, yeah. yeah meet this famous character and i don't know yeah so the story of uh, okja is essentially there's this corporate uh, um this corporation run by tilda swinton's character and uh they they they're they were like really badly received and they decided to change their image so they decide to come up with this super pig which is like a giant hippopotamus sized pig to like feed a starving world and then it takes 10 years to grow them and then they have them with farm it's so convoluted actually the Mm -hmm. plot but it's like these, basically this little girl who has her pig taken away. The story's convoluted. Yeah. The plot isn't. The it's plot like is babe. so basic. It's kind of like Babe. Yeah, it's very basic, yeah. this movie. Yeah. yeah, all the details. There's a lot of exposition. I wish they, ki- they would have killed Ocha. That would have been a nice twist. Like the creature itself. Oh, like have a dark ending? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was still fucking depressing. The whole movie, it was just like these weird, like anthropomorphized things with these ultra expressive eyes yeah. that like sometimes it looked really real. Sometimes it looked kind of fake. Uh, I don't know. It, it was just all over the place. Yeah. It was trying to be some kind of social satire, but I don't think it really hit the mark at all. Not at all. It was trying no. to be funny, and it's also so profane. You're like, why is it this profane? People saying like, motherfucker, and fuck it's a, this, fuck that. And yeah. I'm like, and like out of left field in this kind of sweet Spielbergian tone a little bit sometimes and then with like people dropping dropping f-bombs all the time right but what you're talking about this like a shift in tone yeah this is where the majority of positive reviews come in yeah these guys like, are like well if you can tolerate the shift in tone you may be in store for a surprise kind of thing yeah and i just don't have that kind of time for that i mean no. i am paying for netflix and it's nice that you know you made yeah. a movie with all these actors but here's the other here's another question netflix made an original movie and then uh, they also make original TV shows. But yeah. yet, th- is it you or is it Netflix that talks about content? 
Who? What? Content. Like, because they're making content, right? They're always invested in... Because you told me... Isn't it you said that Netflix calls it content? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a trend, I think, with a lot of things. People talk about it as content. Because Content creators is what they call yeah. YouTubers, you know? Because they were booed at con or can because, like, they're not movies. They're yeah. a streaming well, it, service. Yeah. The, the con thing was, like, a more regional dispute because yeah. they want to... The, the theater kind of lobby in in uh, para, or excuse me in France is strong and and Okja normally films released or put out in Cannes have to have a theatrical release in France right and Okja didn't no. and then so they got booed for that not necessarily based on the movie although I thought it's maybe still in theaters <laughs> too right uh, you can see Okja at the forum I think or something really I, they did the, do like a limited release I don't know but my, my point is I guess it's like they're blurring the line between what a TV show can be and what a movie can be and yeah. this Awful Okja could have been, I don't know, a two-episode miniseries instead of this like lame movie. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, just... it really fell flat for me because I, you know, uh, the director who's uh, Bong, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. Um, he he did the host, which is a fantastic monster movie. It's a really straightforward monster movie. It still has some of the elements that you see in all of his stuff about social statuses and like government people and the, kind of the the upper class and the lower class. He deals with that, but in much in much more straight-ahead way, and I like that. And he took a turn when he did. Um, I mean, there's still there's Look, and right. to be fair, in the host, there's still some of the humor and eccentricity he's known for. Eccentricity, but it's yeah. it's in a way that's very organic to the story, and okay. it doesn't kind of take, draw attention to itself for right. itself. But then when he started working with Tilda, it's like she's doing these characters that are so over the top. And I don't blame Tilda as much as I feel like it's a very strong directorial choice because you see it in both of his movies. And I just I don't it doesn't work for me. A lot of people love these movies though, but like both Snowpiercer and this film are like very well loved, mm. and I didn't really like either of them. No, well I like, I like Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer a lot. I saw that like twice, mm -hmm. and just because I was curious. But this Snowpiercer is at least more consistent. Mm. It has a very and you I know love Tilda, and this was I felt like she was acting, and Gyllenhaal mm. was terrible. Absolutely yeah. zero dead weight, like no pulse in this movie. Yeah, just wild and just awful. Yeah, anyway. and I, I don't. I <laughs> being you know a, a Gyllenhaal who fan. Am I? Yeah. Who am I? Who are we? No, like, who are we? Like, come on. This, yeah, like the movie. No, but I just I didn't. It didn't work for me, and I, I honestly mm -hmm. think that yeah. it's more a directorial issue than it is Gyllenhaal. I think mm -hmm. that performance, you know, he did the best he could with what he was kind of told to do, but it was just such a weird, and I think that's a good a good example of having to trust your director. When yeah. you make a film, you know, you need to trust your director that's going to come across right. And to be fair, in, in the public's eyes, it did. The film is well-reviewed, so that did work as a success. But I feel like it's a situation where he put himself out there and I don't think it really. I don't think it lands. But I, it's not because of the performance. It's the context it's placed within, right? It's all. It's all t weird. It's, it's it, just. Yeah. It's really. It's, it's just, not gelled. And we just finished it. We like, just finished just, it. Just finished like it. twenty minutes before we came on yeah. the air. And uh, it's so, so it's still very present. And you know, again, it's incredibly well made. It looks great. Darius Kanji shot it. Who's oh, a did he? Okay. cinematographer who's famous for working on uh, Seven with Fincher and. Uh, I think does all the Woody Allen's too? Yeah, more recently he's yeah. done a bunch of Woody Allen's. He's he's great, and they shot it on the Alexa sixty five, which is a great camera, right. and it, it looks great. I think it's largely anamorphic, um, and it's it's widescreen, which you don't see super often on Netflix. Uh, two three five, which is going to be a tie in because we're, we're talking about two three five. Well, that's it for Oakja for me. I okay, think. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's it's look. It's well reviewed, so I think you know. 
go see it if you you know watch it on Netflix. Oh, it's, 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 everybody has Netflix. Go watch it. You know, you, you I think we're probably in the minority. People will like it. No, this is a movie where you can stop it, pick it up, yeah. stop it, pick it up, and then just not go back to it because that's it. Actually, yeah. so the thing I wanted to uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character who plays like oh, the yeah. like number two of this Wasted company. Wasted casting. Yeah, there's all these stunt casting. But then here's the thing: you get all these agents saying, "Oh, take it. Paul Dano's in it. Take it. Jill Gyll- yeah. in this." Paul Dano was actually my favorite part of the movie. He had the most nuanced character in the film. But again, it was the tone was so weird. You know, there's this group of animal activists, and every time they do something or they break into something, they're always apologizing to people, saying, "We didn't intend to hurt you. That's not our intention." And everybody's like spouting exposition. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like a, a language thing. Like mm. I don't know. If, I, I'm not sure if Bong wrote the script, but like there's he did there's, with another guy. Yeah, because there's a bunch of stuff that just it doesn't sound natural. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't sound like like it's native. And I I you know. I live and work in Quebec, so I know I I'm very like sensitive to uh, translations of stuff into English. And there's something that happens in the diction or or the the phrasing or the word choice. It just sounds off. And there's a lot of dialogue in the movie that just doesn't sound quite right. Mm. And I think it's maybe because of that, you know. And uh, you know, it's just it, it, it is what it is. I it's one of these auteur films. It's like we'll it just is. let Bong take the credit for it. Yeah, and yeah. And look, you know, it's it's nice to see stuff that's not based on a pre-existing franchise or mm-hmm. or property or whatever. So I'll give that credit. But it's you know that stuff can also fall flat. And I think it did. Wasn't for me. For me. For me. Wasn't no. for me that movie. No, that's unfortunately. It. And I watched that trailer to death. The way I watched that trailer of Cure for Wellness. To really? Death. Yeah. Okay. Because the t- the this trailer had Tilda doing crazy stuff. Joel, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this looks great. Yeah. No. I don't know what it was, but it just it I, it lost me a lot at the time. And every time I kept every time I kept taking off with it, when it yeah. would take off again, I it crashed again. Ooh, Ooh. Sorry. And More sound effects. And the and the friggin' casting of like Lily Collins, Phil Collins' daughter as like one of these ALF people, Paul Dano, Gyllenhaal. Oh, uh, that's Tilda. okay. I didn't even know that was Phil Collins' daughter. But uh, Giancarlo Esposito, just for a quick second, because he's in uh, usual, usual Suspects uh, as the as the guy. You don't know Usual Suspects too much, do you? No. That just sucks. Because he looked under the teacup. At, yeah. In, at what moment in Oak? Is that a moment, mirroring a moment in, in that I, movie? That's, it it, it kind of did. Because the twist in that movie is that the, the Kevin Spacey character has been making up this whole alias based on the name under the cup. Oh, Oh, and I'm like, oh, he looked under the because he's also because the same kind of like coffee cup. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I just that's what I told maybe him. it was a nod to it. Yeah. Because also like, then that's so out of place. It, if it was. It would it's be very obvious. I would know that it's Giancarlo, and I feel like that was like a that, trivia for me. That's it. We I could go on IMDb trivia right yeah. now, submit that, and that's fucking gold. That's that's, that's solid. That's there. Speaking of IMDb trivia, uh, today I also learned on Reddit that uh, the Matrix opening scene, mm-hmm. the Trinity opening there. Did you do you? How do you imagine that? How do you know this story that like? Like, uh, they shot this thing for $10 million bucks and they showed Warner Brothers the opening of, of Matrix and then they made the movie. Her basically. running across the rooftops. Yeah. Okay. They, made that, they, made they that, shot that as a pilot, like a pilot, to, a proof of concept. I, IMDb's stupid trivia is that they blew their budget on the first nine minutes and gambled with it so that Warner Brothers would give them more money and more days to film the rest of it. Okay. Apparently that's not true. Apparently that trivia that's been there with the fucking movie for 17 years yeah. is, is horseshit. Incorrect. Is yeah. incorrect. A lot of that trivia is Isn't wrong. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because sometimes I'll look at movies that I've worked on and, and the trivia is is definitely, some of it's correct, some of it is wildly wrong. And it's not like we're doing open heart surgery here. It's not like, you know, oh, this <laughs> textbook gave us the wrong information. Speak, speak for yourself. But like when I'm at a fucking bar trying to talk about my favorite movie, The Matrix, and I'm spouting off wrong IMDb trivia, I look like a horse's ass. <laughs> Well, somebody call up the IMDb brass. One eight hundred IMDb. One eight hundred IMDb. We need three more IMDb. letters. IMDb. Uh, DB. 
<laughs> dot dot com or com i don't know http http colon forward slash spec slash ampersand star Maybe this is the day we put imdb and netflix on the moratorium okay guys you're going on the moratorium we'll talk about you never we're gonna put you away but like we're gonna put you away for your own netflix is almost on the trash bin almost on the trash <laughs> bin yeah they can maybe recover but they got to do something you know the only thing i like so far they've done is a master of none. There you I go. That's that's a it, it found these comedy specials. I'm not a big fan of comedy. Per uh, some se. of their uh, Rory Scovel try stand up for the first time is fantastic. Is it okay? You should check it but out. Just I think in general, like these comedy shows, there's always something. These like giving the platform for comedy specials. You know yeah, I mean? the comedy that's, specials I don't have as much of an issue with. They're kind of just regular comedy specials, and yeah. those are all dependent on the, the performer. And there's some good ones with Netflix, but I find their original programming has still not really hit its mark yet. It's like the DreamWorks thing when they were fucking tossing out the haunting and what lies yeah. beneath. They just need to fill their pipes with content so that when you yeah. look back on it 20 years from now it's like look at all the stuff yeah. they did well because all the stuff that that netflix has brought back well, we've talked about this netflix they're going on the moratorium definitely there after today all right so ciao bye or right now yeah starting now beep so, so later like, so it's in the moratorium so who's in this moratorium who, who oh well I in mean, addition to netflix we just added netflix to this more i think this is the first like not person on the moratorium. This is the first first corporation on there the moratorium. Go. Yeah, and for a movie about corporations, it's fucking Okja. Yeah, it's it's fitting actually. Because well, we put initially we put Verhoeven because we talked about Showgirls and L. Yeah, and a, a lot, lot of other a stuff, lot. a lot. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, Fincher, we did a lot. Yeah, because Gyllenhaal. In addition to that, yeah, Gyllenhaal. Although he came back today a little bit. Tilda uh, Tilda should maybe Yeah, in addition, anyone who's associated with that Okja movie, you're going You're going there. on the moratorium. You're there. Yeah, the list grows ever longer cuz we haven't brought up Villeneuve. I was just about to say yeah. that name. Yeah. Is he though? Did Cap- he get to pass? You gave him a pass. Well, yeah, but I think we put him on there. Yeah. He's on there for now. Cuz we got Sorkin. <laughs> Sorkin, no, Sorkin, Sorkin and Rash. Yeah, they're on the trash and with bin. Mulrooney. Yeah, on t- in having a real sweat sandwich yeah, there. That trash Ugh. bin, it's just that uh, trash bin. You need to take that out because that's stanking. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It, oh, it, all that like pompous energy, all <laughs> that like the wafting of a like, lot of fake tans. A lot of yeah, it's the spray tan. Yeah, yeah. a lot of hairy. You know, Kristen Chenoweth. Oh yeah, Kristen yeah. Chenoweth actually. She was in the mousey girl who was like. Yeah, she, she was, was in American Gods actually. Yes, she was. As Spring. Did you finish that show? Yeah, fantastic. Is it okay? Keith's mad that I'm not watching it. John, you should finish it. I should. It's it's great. It's uh, I, it okay. is it is. I'll, I'll watch it now. One of the best it. TV shows I've seen in a long time. Every episode has been good. Yeah, but I just have no desire to like keep going. I know the Big Brother's back. I don't know. I just. Oh yeah, Big Brother. My routine for getting home and watching stuff. We'll talk about Big Brother in a second. But yeah. I gotta tell you, it's so hard to like get home. Commit to watch something, especially with your like partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, yeah. when they want to watch something, and it's like I yeah. can't, I just don't have the. And then you're watching that person, you're not paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you have to have time that makes sense for that. I think mm-hmm. it's always you know the the content consumption yeah. uh, with the people you love is always a tricky affair. I think sometimes everybody's simpatico, it works no problem. Yeah. But there are other times where you kind of have to work at it. And there are times where you should just take a break, some, go for a walk. Some things have more precedent over others. Like I remember I was watching Animals, but I was not giving a shit about Veep. You know, right, yeah. Right now it's like I'd rather watch uh, Big Brother than an American Gods. And, you know, thankfully yeah. Keith is on the You book. only have so much brain space you can allocate to kind of keeping current with the stuff because there's so many fucking TV shows. Yeah. And know? I'm listening to a lot of podcasts too. S-Town and Serial. Like these, these. Oh, yeah. 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 There's some great podcasts out there. Uh, um, my favorite, obviously, mentioned many times. Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. With Scotty Ox, Scott Ackerman, uh, Hot Saucerman. Uh, is, uh, is that <laughs> big harried fellow that are still there? Reggie Watts? Reggie Watts. No, he was only there, I think, initially, like, as 
as a guest on a few, and he did the theme song, obviously. Okay. He was a co-host of the television show oh, for three seasons, okay. and then it was Kid Cudi, and then it was Weird Al. No way. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't seen the last two seasons, because they were they were on Netflix, and then they stopped putting the, them on Canadian Netflix, so... Now I have to find alternative means to watch them. I can't get them on TV. Reggie is a band guy. In- well, Reggie Watts is a uh, is he, force of nature. Is he on the Fallon show or is he on the something show? He's on a show now. Yeah, he, uh, um, Late Night with uh, James Corden. He's the Corden show. Yeah. Wow, that's great. I know. Corden's yeah. great. Yeah, and, and Reggie Reggie's amazing. Reggie's one of the most talented comedians I've ever seen. He's a comedian, but he's a musician. He started in traditional music, and then like now he does improvisational com- improvisational musical comedy. But he's like he's a savant with music. Like he, yeah. he he can and he can sing incredibly well, and he can also mimic. Just Google him. HTTP. Go on Google and put in YouTube. Go on Google and look up some Reggie Watts, and you're going to be happy you did. I guess so. You I mean, would... sure. I don't watch enough comedy. Ba- like I said, I just I'm not a big comedy guy. comedy bang. I don't bang. pursue comedy, and JFL's coming up. And, you JFL know, this year isn't. Uh, it's not doing it for they me. They have Seinfeld, and then they have the French guy. Well, they yes, <laughs> Gad Elamed or, or yeah. Gad. Uh, uh, I can't remember. Gad he's, Godot, he's, Carl Gal Gadot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I thought he, he's French. He's from Europe. Yeah, I thought he was Israeli, but no, okay. he's French. He's French. He's, uh, he's barely in Midnight in Paris. Did you see Midnight in Paris? No. Academy Award winner, best original screenplay, and Quentin Tarantino's top favorite movie of that year. Nope. Did you know that? That that was his favorite movie of that year? I don't care Tarantino's what. Tarantino's going to do a fucking uh, Manson murder movie. I feel like Tarantino is like almost on the trash bin for me. Oh, I love him so much. Well, I, no, I love his movies a lot. I love Django. Yeah. I love Hateful Eight. I love Pulp. See, I didn't I love Jackie. I, I'm I'm a little bit ambivalent. I like his stuff, but I don't love his stuff. Okay, you know, That's people interesting. people. I don't know. I feel like it's it's. <sighs> and I have, and you know me, I have a real problem liking things when the general populace do. But I yeah. feel like the general populace don't love Quentin. Yeah. the way they should. My favorites are Jackie Brown and Inglorious Bastards. The yeah. other the other other stuff, I'm kind of like. It depends. I didn't love uh, uh, pulp. pulp at all. I liked Reservoir Dogs more than Pulp because okay. um, it was kind of raw. Uh, but I didn't. Django was a lot of fun. Django, I de- Django didn't really land for me. You okay. know, Inglorious Bastards I thought was his best film. And this Hateful that came out a couple. Hateful Eight was okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't love it. It maybe, was just a little too. Maybe it's all the Richardson movies you hate. <sighs> there, there's certainly that element. Any movie that Robert Richardson photographs, you're yeah. just like, get the hell. But out it's of you know, actually, Hateful Eight was less Richardson e. You know, you had yeah. less super hot top but it, it was, was still 70 there. 70 millimeter? 70 millimeter, yeah. Did that piss you off that it didn't expose... Did, did, did that piss you off that they shot in 70 millimeter? A and little then, bit because, because they, they didn't, didn't really... They didn't really use... I mean, they, they do play with it a little bit like in the in the wides, you know, because you have your interior 70 mil and on a soundstage, so you have a lot of stuff happening in the background mm-hmm. of this stuff. So the yeah. composition was interesting, but it still was like... You know, a little bit less impactful than if you use it. I find it always works best for stuff that's kind of heavily exterior filming. You know, widescreen. The you master. Know, you, yeah, uh, you want you want vistas. You want you know, yeah. the master was a great example of using. Was it that. a good example? Because I don't, I don't. I mean, I don't know that movie for that scope and that vision. I don't. It's it, not an epic, but I don't um, think you need an epic. But I felt the use of it worked better because you had some like the desert scenes particularly. Yeah, I just don't. It's know. so weird to me to think of the master and the kind of movie it is, and that it got the seventy millimeter like that's Lawrence of Arabia that's yeah that's big but we associate it with epics and I think you know I have to give credit to Bob Richardson for hateful it because they're trying to use it in a different way mm. using it interior to kind of play with the staging and yeah. the kind of layers and stuff that's especially true. with a murder yeah. mystery because you're always watching what's happening in the 
corners. That's very true. Yeah. And I imagine if you rewatch that movie, some of the twists and turns you can probably see yeah. them happening no, behind. Hate, Hateful is a great movie. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's one of the, it was. I like watching it. The road show. I went to see the seventy mil, and they had an oh. intermission and everything. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, but I watched. I did that on the rewatch. Like I, I, I watched that when it was finally on DVD right. again. Because I didn't, I was kind of cold towards it the first time I saw it, and then it it gets buried underneath all those award season movies from that year. Yeah. And I think it only walked away with the score nomination and win. Mm-hmm. Even though I thought Samuel L. Jackson was just incredible in that movie, mm-hmm. he's always just so fucking great. That no, Jackson. he's he's reliable. But yeah, I'm just I don't, I don't know Tarantino stuff. It doesn't. I I like stuff that's a little bit more naturalistic now. Anyways, I think mm-hmm. when I first started watching movies, I was like, "You're wowed by the the kind of bravado, the and vulgarity, the, and the, the vulgarity, shocking the shockingness. Yeah the, yeah, the kind of all the big hits are there. Yeah, and so that's why I tend to like. That's why I like Jackie Brown's a little bit more subtle for for Tarantino. Anyways, yeah. well, that's a nice, it's a, it's it's a, a nice qu- change of pace. For yeah, what it's a little before. bit a little bit quieter, a little bit more kind of. It's not introspective, but, but the dialogue is so obnoxiously him in that movie. It is, and that's oh that's again. And it's it's the Sorkin problem I have. Yeah. It's the Gilmore Girls problem I have, or characters that speak like the people that are writing for them. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of that. I don't like having to hear the writer in my ear the Thankfully, entire time. It's Samuel L. Jackson, who speaks most of the good lines in that movie. Yeah, and he's always he's always great. And, yeah. and at, at at some point, you know, and there are times where Tarantino really knocks it out of the park. And I think him and Christoph Waltz in Inglorious Bastards, a lot oh, of yeah. the speeches, it felt like the first time where he was able to kind of get out of his uh, you know thing. Anyways, but the Tarantino, but the criticism with Inglorious Bastards is that you're not hearing Tarantino you're reading Tarantino because it's yeah. all the fucking subtitles in that movie yeah that's true I guess I don't know Tarantino he's gonna go on the moratorium I'm putting him on the moratorium alright alright yeah. bye Tarantino okay. well he'll come back when we watch his horror movie we're being sexist there are no women on that moratorium yeah, you know what? Because they're better than these fucking toxic masculinity dudes is Tilda the only like woman we constantly bring up uh, Tilda, yeah, probably. I think we Til- talked about Isabel for a long time in our like, single, Bear. in our yeah. single digit. She'll episodes. never go on the moratorium. I don't, ever. We'll, I don't know if we'll ever talk about her again. Uh, I don't know. I should probably watch more stuff she's been in. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe Huckabees. You should watch Huckabees if you haven't seen that. Oh yeah, no, I haven't actually. Yeah, I know the terrain. You've never seen I Heart Huckabees? No, I haven't. Wow, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I like David O. Russell despite his uh, his uh, emotional problems You'll on be, set. This is this is that movie's incredible. We should watch that next. That okay. or Lawrence of Arabia. Oh yeah, both, 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 both. Yeah. I, I'm more. This is Sean works on his pronunciation live on the air. We got a David O. Russell movie and a David Lean movie. A David who? O. Russell and David Lean. David Lean did a Bridge Over the River Kwai and uh, oh, Doctor Zhivago. Oh, okay. He's the guy. He's the old British dude. See, I don't know. I think it's any, Sir David Lean too. I don't know any of the old old timey wow. directors. That's why I'm here. That's why you're, you're going to give me a cinematic education. It's it's a known weak spot for me that like all these old it's so before hard 1975. Get, yeah, it's really hard to be even myself. It's really hard to go back and watch these old movies you're supposed to, especially yeah. black and white. Yeah. But like off the bat, like, well, I have a term for this because we have dog food as a term for like a shocking moment. You watch a movie with a friend, you look over at your friend and their their, their jaw hits the floor. Mm-hmm. Dog food moment. We've explained it before. But oh, for sure. My that's on uh, our it's uh, in glossary. The, yeah, the watch rewatch glossary. Yeah. But another one I want to add is the uh, is the um, oh, I fucking forget now. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I just was trying to explain. What were we talking about? We're talking about black and white movies. Oh how yeah, hard it is okay. To get people I to remember. Watch them. I remember what it is. This is credit to Vicky. Actually, Vicky came up with this. It's, uh, we would watch episodes of Deep Space Nine, the ones that were about the Bajorans, and you just had to watch them. And they're called Eat Your Vegetables episodes. And mm-hmm. you get Eat Your Vegetables movies. So yeah. it's like as a kid being forced to eat your vegetables. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to. Some of those old movies, man, I call them. You feel like they're eat your vegetables movie, but they could be an excellent Brussels sprout with bacon 
chicken and, uh, and walnuts. Yeah, and yeah maple exactly. Syrup. They could be beautifully crisped uh, um, asparagus spears that have oh, olive oil and salt yeah. and pepper on and them. And they're still a vegetable, but it's the best vegetable you ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, you have talked about uh, vegetable movies. Uh, yeah, eat your vegetables with movies. Uh, Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Soderbergh is an eat your vegetable. All of his movies fuck. Even. Really? Did I say that about Soderbergh? You did. We talked about uh, way back. We talked about because we talked about. Why did you bring up Soderbergh's? It does it. Oh, because of the Nick, I think. Or no, because he's coming out of retirement. Oh yeah, this was ages ago, maybe okay. ten episodes back. Oh, okay, I don't, know. I don't remember Ask what Marty. I did yesterday. He's our biggest fan. He knows already. That's it, Marty. We need to, <laughs> Marty, check the logs, Marty. Speaking of which, remember how like we took Marty? Remember I took Sorry. credit for? <laughs> it sounded like a no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, 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 remember uh-huh. ages ago we talked about um, taking credit for um, Guardians and Star Wars and Marvel all being in the universe again. Mm-hmm. Again on Reddit today, I learned that the new Wreck-It Ralph sequel yeah, they're doing is going to have Star Wars shit in it and Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a meta. It's a oh, meta film. God, I don't know if my brain can handle all that. I don't know. This corporate synergy is killing us. It's insane. Let's just burn the system to the ground and go live in the forest, guys. And then we'll come back with fresh let's ideas. Let's just whatever whatever they did in Fight Club. Let's do that and like start over. Um, but uh, Tarantino's doing the, uh, the the Manson murders thing, and I was right. like, this is yeah, the yeah. first time he's making a movie based on true events, unless of course he kills Manson the way he killed Hitler. Because right. Glorious is based on an, uh, is based on events until the end of the movie. Yeah, and then it's like revisionist history it's shit. Revisionist history. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like. Maybe he'll maybe he'll pull it out. I heard that they want to get. He's uh, violent enough that he could do a horror movie that's interesting. Wouldn't that be terrifying? That movie. And I don't know. They want to get Brad Pitt for Manson. Really? I oh, that, that. Yeah, maybe a good choice. Wouldn't that be crazy. Maybe a good choice. I'd be terrified to watch that movie. And we still need to watch Polytechnic, and then we can put Denis. I don't on. want to watch Polytechnic. But then we can put him on in the trash. Bin. No, I'm not watching that movie. There's some things I don't. <laughs> so I, need. you have my I have your permission that I can watch it without you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. It's like now that we do doing 24 episodes. Yeah. Sometimes I really want to watch something, and I'm like, oh no, I should watch it with Sean. Or I no, sometimes it's fun to watch stuff apart because you yeah. can, you can tell me about it. Yeah, I, I've been wanting to do that with Okja actually before we sat down and fucking finally committed yeah. to it today. You know what? Like, that was a whiff. Uh, I uh, I was so and I was looking forward to. This, we don't yeah. watch movies often together, and this is probably the one of the, it was yeah, terrible. It was I was real, over, we were feeling each other's like hate of that. Yeah, movie. yeah. It was just mutual like looking over, and John's just nonplussed. I was I'm nonplussed. So, I kept trying to get with it and Tilda yeah me too I was like really giving it the old college try definitely 100%. And, uh, I was and, giving it the college university try yeah I was giving it like you know fucking MFA try man I was giving it PhD try and couldn't do it I was giving it uh, Trimart Trimart I was giving it TriStar Pictures buddy Ooh, TriStar is back with a vengeance right? yeah or I something. saw the new logo with TriStar the baby driver yeah it's yeah. like it's like C- the CGI it's clearly CGI but yeah. it looks really good mm-hmm. it's like stylized CGI yeah. it looks like it's animated uh <laughs> Funny gossip. I think it's the Columbia Columbia woman. The Col- they they take a different picture of her every year or something. That but woman. It's CG now, isn't it? Now it's CG, but it's so weird. I, I, this is all like t- this is going to be a telephone gossip reading conjecture kind of thing. But the, I think all those women were murdered. The, what the woman who I don't believe that look it up but there's a really weird were twi- you on, are you on reddit r creepy is no, that no, where no, you heard this no 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 this is like a this is a, a like an imdb thing or like you just go to Wiki- Did, what do we, we already established imdb is not to be trusted no John. and even wikipedia it could just be the history of columbia it's like the the women who are though that they're the not Lantern all lady, murdered there's no, maybe one or two one or two but they're all it's all twilight there was zone. more than one that got murdered 
Yeah, something like that. Okay, yeah. well, we're let, not going to. Cor- I'll correct the record. We'll next correct week. the record next I week. I guarantee you, we will correct next week's record because I know everything I'm saying is bad. But that is uh, that. Look up the Columbia. There woman. was maybe one murder there. Yeah, that's she crazy. Drowned or something like the Natalie Wood thing. Or oh, something. Like there's, there's 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 Twilight Zone weirdness about that. Like one of those Hollywood murder mysteries. Yeah, or people like, never got charged. No, and something like that. Were implicated allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. All these crazy. And same with Dominic Swan, the girl, the, the older daughter from Poltergeist. Yeah, she. I think she survived like two days. Two days after the premiere, her jealous boyfriend killed her. What? Yeah. Oh, this is taking a dark turn. Uh, you know why? Do that because I'm the I'm the worst. You're the light side of this dark force. No, the light. The dark. That's not the dark. The light side. The dark side. The light side and the dark side. Yeah. The you know Ryan why? Johnson it's because of Oakja. Oh yeah. Speaking of Ryan Johnson, there's the Star Wars uh, behind the scenes. And there was one picture of Kathleen Kennedy. And if I was a shareholder, and she was smiling. And she was smiling. And if I was a shareholder, I'd be like, oh well, you know, Ron Howard's going to take over the Han Solo story. No Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, that does yeah. good score. Damage and control. Why does no. fucking Chewbacca have such white teeth? Yeah, I don't know. What I don't know. Eat? What do they eat? We, they never establish no. what Wookiees eat. They do establish that they rip people's arms off if they lose it, like hollow chests. And, and do Wookiees live to be chest. a trillion years old? Are they like old, like Galapagos yeah, they, turtles? Like, yeah, they live to know. be hundreds of years old, I think. I don't know. Not like Yoda, who is 900 years old, according to the, uh, the, the, the canon. I have a Star Wars question, and I'm sure you know the answer. This is Sean <laughs> answers Star Wars guys questions from John <laughs> on Big Brother. Star Wars is never going to go in the moratorium, right? They're like moratorium free. No, it'll never go in the moratorium because I always want to torment you with this forever. <laughs> yeah, the more torment, more more torment. Anyway, okay, uh, so but my question is: Okay, yeah. uh, do, the alien races in that movie they they have races, right? Like they call them a Wookiee. They call yeah. What the hell is Yoda? Yoda, Yoda. They don't. They don't name them. I'm it, sure in the books they've named them. Okay, but you know, like Wookie, like droid. The, the, yeah, you have Wookies. The uh, the Mon Calamari are like Admiral Akbar. Get the fuck out yeah, of here. <laughs> you know, like clearly a fish name. Do, what is a what is Han Solo and Leia? They're not Jedi, but like, what are they? Oh, are uh, they human? Uh, Get they're out of human, here, human, but like uh, Han Solo's from Corellia. Uh, he's still a human. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's still a human. Like if an alien was angry at him, he would say, "Get your human." Well, hands he's a off Cor- me. he's a Corellian, and they have like different, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, like Princess Leia's from Alderaan. She's an Alderanian, I guess, mm-hmm. is the term. They have different, you know, uh, people from Coruscant. Coruscant's the capital he's planet. A, so he's a Tatooinean. Uh, Mark or Mark, but Mark. they're not human. I don't know why they're, this is a question. Yeah, this they're, so, they're fast forward this. I don't care. No, th- we're gonna get <laughs> deep into it. You hey, have there's, there's the huts, Twi'leks, which are the the guys with the the dicks around the, their necks. The Gungans, the Gungans. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's the Ewoks. There's the uh, um, oh my god, Ugnots, which are the little pig guys in Empire Strikes Back who like put the lever to to make okay. Ansel go down. Yeah. Okay, you this have, is exciting. I'm having we're gonna a great we're gonna time. list every this is fucking so much one. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> like um, I'm just thinking about all the Pepsi cans that the Phantom. Like all the yeah, like, this yeah. is the uh, who are those morons with the tree council, the tree uh, blocking the barricade? Who are those oh, guys? those are racial stereotypes. What are those? What are weird, those? like yeah. There's so many weird racial stereotypes in a Force Awakens, not a Force Awakens, in Phantom Menace. Isn't that crazy? Like you're watching and you're like, is this is this intentional? But 9/11 didn't or... happen yet, so we didn't know that it was bad. And then yeah. when 9/11 happened, we're like, oh, we made some mistakes. I was just like, I just couldn't believe that, like, oh, the junk dealer has like an Israeli accent. The uh, stubble the, too. Yeah, the 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 space traders have an Asian accent. The 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 bumbling sidekick has like a like a Cajun black voice thing. Like he got a lot of shit for that. That actor actually. Oh, uh, what uh, the after hell? the time, there's a, an interesting interview done years later talking about the kind of backlash that movie had. Oh, that Ahmed. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Who who played him? Yeah. Like you know, because there was some cultural backlash over like it being 
like not I don't know if it was cultural appropriation, but certainly like yeah. an insensitive portrayal that kind of called back to like old Hollywood's portrayal Zeph or something. Yeah, no, I hear you. Of of of, of black people in yeah. film. So yeah, it was like a weird. There's so much it. like racial subtext in that movie, and I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Because I, I there's not it. really that much of it in in the original Star Wars. No, it's not pretty at all. pretty neutral. Yeah. It's like you have alien races that are alien races. They're not like ciphers for sand people though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess sand people. Is that that almost a, feels like a pejorative, and that's so funny because that's Alec Guinness who says that, even though they put him in like, yeah. like brownface for, uh, for playing a, an Arab prince. Oh yeah, Kansas right. He was in brownface in eh? the movie we're gonna watch. That movie's uh, incredible. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, obviously, like we're looking at it through the eyes of 2017. Yeah, we got. I'm sure it wouldn't be done today, right? But no, the the Phantom Menace thing is incredible, especially because Ahmed's performance initially was. Um, it was puppet yeah, he, based. He, he was on set for this shit. Yeah, he had like a head with the Jar Jar face and then, on and it. And then ILM, ILM fucked it up in the Phil Tippett way. We're like, oh, we're not doing stop motion. We're doing CG. So then Ahmed was like, all my performance was thrown out. And then I had to do it again. Yeah, I Isn't don't that know. Crazy. It was. It was all that for nothing. Yeah, it was a weird. It was a weird choice. But then, but then thankfully, the internet has transformed the Jar Jar character into being yeah, the, the Sith Lord. Yeah, which a makes whole... the Soul trilogy so much better in that in that regard. It's such a stupid thing. That's one of those <laughs> things makes... about Star Wars. I fucking hate. <laughs> they twisted it. Oh. And like the evidence... I was like, we don't need this. It was just some bored redditor who wrote like a fucking like nine paragraphs. He used a video essay, and the video essay oh, is yeah. very convincing because it's like. Uh, in a nutshell, Jar Jar is uh, not susceptible to Jedi mind tricks, mm. and you see all these different things like, oh, maybe that, maybe George had some, maybe George no, was right about this. It's giving George way too much no, credit. No, no. Phantom Menace. <laughs> we talk about this a lot too in the moratorium. For yeah, Phantom Menace. Because we're reaching our finale. I don't know. Cause oh yeah, next week is going to be the season finale. We're is on it though? Yeah, we're on episode twenty-four. We're doing. We've said before we want to do like our seasons as classic network TV classic seasons, network TV, yeah. which are twenty-six episodes. But part of it is that usually those episodes the finale is a two-parter yeah. a double episode mm -hmm. so we're gonna do that double episode and uh, we're gonna have a special guest we haven't said who yet but no. uh should we reveal it this week we haven't revealed who the guest is but we have mentioned this person's name on the podcast before okay well now the now the cat's out of the <laughs> no bag. it's not we've mentioned many other names vic and yeah uh, Keith. we've already it could, be, could be one of our significant others but we've gendered it we know it's a man you said he Oh, have we? Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's not That's sick. It. No, it's we're, it's the end of the episode, and we have to wrap it up anyway. Okay, cool. So yeah. next week, uh, Martin, stay tuned. Stay tuned. It's Martin Reich. He's going to be our our very first guest. He's uh, one of our first fans. Martin Reich is a talented filmmaker, uh, a, a filmmaker, photographer, um, and uh, you can follow him on Instagram. Uh, Safe Solvent is his handle, and he's got uh, some incredible drone shots. You, you yeah. see, very creative really guy. Really great stuff. And uh, so he's he's going to be on the episode next week. We're we're going to be watching wait. Magnolia on VHS in Pan and Scan. So formatted to fit your formatted screen. Formatted to fit your screen. So Magnolia, oh, we've been wanting to do this shirt. for a little while. We talked about it last week. Magnolia, one of the most widescreen movies that's ever been one made. One of our favorite movies. One of our favorite movies. Really great use of widescreen. Uh, we got the butchered, made-to-fit-your-TV movie from the 2000s from Blockbuster. It's a double VHS set. Uh, it's it, it's we bought it on eBay. It was from Blockbuster at some point. It must have been back stock. They sold yep. off. It looks like it's been watched maybe twice. So uh, uh, hopefully the quality will. And it's I, rewound, which is incredible. It, it's rewound. Somebody was kind. It like, literally has this, to the white ribbon. It, it has stickers on it that say "Be kind, rewind." Oh. I haven't seen that in ages. So uh, me, John, and Martin are going to watch that together. 
and uh, we're going to be here. We're going to talk about it. We're going to interview Marty. We're oh, gonna, that's going to be gonna great. We're going to grill him. We're going to find out. I can't wait. Everything, everything about this mysterious Marty. Who's and his, our, and his, uh, and his, like looking back on this season. Looking back on this season, he'll tell us uh, what he hated, what he loved, and uh, uh, Marty's an avid film guy himself. He's oh, been watching great. tons of stuff, so I'm sure he'll have. Uh, he's a big Marvel guy. He's. Uh, I don't know if he's a big Marvel guy, but he sees. He was pumped this summer he, for all these he, Marvel. Movies. There was a few. He he really liked Planet of the Apes. He really liked Spider Man. I haven't seen either okay. of those. John's going to see Planet of the Apes tonight. War of the Planet of the War Apes. Of the Planet of the Apes. So we'll have that next week. His feedback oh, yeah, too. Uh, yeah. A little bit of that, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be mostly Magnolia, the, the 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 season finale. So a double episode, uh, longer than usual. Episode twenty five, twenty six next week. Uh, in the meantime, you can join us on Twitter at watch underscore rewatch. Our Facebook watchrewatch dot com. Uh, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, you can just, just Google look up us. Watch, rewatch. Yeah, go yeah. to the website. Check uh, out some old episodes. Yeah, check out some old episodes. Send us an email if you'd like. Send us a tweet. Uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like. And um, so, watchrewatch.com, You can get to all of our all of our, our social posts, medias. Yeah, our videos. We're on iTunes, all that stuff. And uh, for this week, I'm Sean. Oh, I'm John. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, you're the best. We'll see you next week. Bye.